Welcome to the Magic Hour podcast, where we will be talking about how to glow the fuck up. This is a place where we talk about all things self-expression, including fitness, mental health, sexuality, confidence, and relationships. My name is Christy, and I am a fitness and life coach, as well as your host of this podcast. I cannot wait for you to start feeling more confident than ever before, so let's dive in. Welcome back to the Magic Hour podcast, where we talk about how to glow the fuck up. My name is Christy, and I am your host of this podcast. I So I recorded four episodes. Like This is a new podcast still for me. I am still learning how to do all of this. And I recorded those four episodes like pretty close together. And then I got really busy with some other stuff in my business. And I haven't recorded in probably, oh, I can look actually at the date. The last time I recorded was like over a month ago. And so this feels like very overwhelming to me and like I'm new at it again. <laughs> so bear with me. But I think I think I like it. I think I'm really liking the podcast thing. So here we go. And today is going to be really fun. This is a topic that you definitely know about. If you follow me on Instagram, you're, you've seen it all over my Instagram. It is a strange topic. <laughs> it is a topic that I know is weird. Um, I know that from the outside of this world that I'm about to talk about, it might look a certain way. It has a lot of stereotypes. And today we are going to talk about how raving has changed my life. And what I mean by raving is going to raves, going to the shows where (laughs) it's EDM, electronic dance music, and everybody wears the weird outfits, and it's a big party, and it's really fun, and we're talking about how that changed my life. And this may be a moment when you really want to click out of this episode and just be like, this has nothing to do with me. I don't ever want to go to raves. That sounds crazy. Christy, I don't want to do that. Um, Don't click out because there's going to be a lot of takeaways in this episode that have nothing to do with actually going to raves like you don't have to want to go to raves or go to raves to like relate to or get the stuff that I'm going to talk about in this episode this episode is going to be a lot about like confidence body image fun stress relief all the things like that and we're just going to get into the story we're just going to get the story so basically I have a friend who (laughs) if he's listening to this it's going to be really funny um he basically has been into like EDM, that type of music for a long time. Like he had been into it at least five years before me and trying to get me to get into it. And I was like, I was really resistant to it. And I was just like, this is weird. I'm not into it. It's like not even music, whatever. I somehow finally started getting into it. I think around like COVID times when everybody was home and a lot of artists were doing like live streams on like YouTube or whatever, uh, discord, different things. And I started kind of liking the music. So I did originally just get into the rave scene because of the music. And shortly after that, I, after COVID ended and like I moved to Salt Lake City from Florida, I, me and my husband decided to go to our first show. And I mean, I definitely knew like a few things about going to the raves. Like I knew that everybody dressed really weird which like, I kind of like being flashy with my clothes. Like sometimes, um, if you're listening to this, you're probably like, Christy, you're super flashy with your clothes all the time. And honestly, a lot of the reason I'm more flashy now and more comfortable with it is because of raves. So we're going to get to that. 
I knew that that was a thing. I knew that the stereotype was that like everybody does drugs at these shows and I am sober and I knew that the stereotype was to like stay up really late. Um, so I decided to, we went to the show. It was like a smaller show and I wore these like rainbow leopard pants and <laughs> it was really fun and went to the show. It was pretty overwhelming with like really loud music and the lights and everything. There's just a lot going on. It's like way more intense than a normal concert. And uh, let me back it up. Actually, let me, let me preface a few things. If you have listened to these episodes and followed me for a while, you know that anxiety is something that I've struggled with like my whole life. And anxiety is just a big part of my story and like who I am. Right. And I've spent a lot of time like overcoming it through different things. You also may know that I am sober, like I just said. That includes drugs. I do not do any drugs. I do not drink. And I go to all the shows that I go to fully sober, including this first one. So those are the prefaces. So I went to this show and it was very overwhelming. And then like at one point, a song came on that I knew and it was so loud and I was just dancing and it clicked. Like it clicked for me, this feeling This is what everyone's obsessed with. It's so overwhelming because it's so loud and everybody's into it and there's the lights and all the things. It's all you can focus on. And in that moment, I got fully present. In that moment, I didn't have anxiety. In that moment, I was just fully vibing and enjoying it. And that is like one of the biggest things that like immediately clicked for me and has always stuck with me is that it raves. I am so present. When the music is blasting, I am so present. And for someone, if anyone listening to this knows about anxiety, (laughs) you know that it pretty much makes you never feel present, right? Like you're always thinking about the future or the past, whatever. And it was really, really nice (laughs) to feel so present. So that was like my first show. And it was like so fun. I had a blast. I was pretty hooked. And I... Was I was nervous to post my pictures on Instagram because I knew people were going to like think I did drugs there. And a few people did actually DM me and ask me like, wait, did you go sober? Like, did you do drugs? And um, I did not do drugs and I did go sober. And that's what I told people. And it, you know, it really what I've learned about that whole thing when it comes to the raves is that. There's always going to be people at all the shows who are on drugs and there's always going to be people who aren't. And it kind of depends on the artist and the type of show, like how many people are fucked up versus how many people are not. So it really just depends. But there are sober people there like me or there's people who are just having like a few drinks, you know, like it's not everyone there isn't completely insane. Um, (laughs) Not saying everyone who does drugs is insane, but you know what I'm saying? So... That was my first experience, and from there, Brett and I decided to go to our first little, like, mini festival, and we decided to go to this festival in Washington, and I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. We have a camper van, so we drove our camper van out to Washington State, and I think it was like a, I think we camped one night on the way up. And then we camped there and then we camped one night on the way back. So maybe we camped two nights there. Not a hundred percent sure. I think it was around four night trip. 
So we decided to do that. Our favorite artist, like, we didn't even know him that well, and he's still our favorite artist, but he was playing. It was his festival, and we were like, okay, let's go check this out. And on the way out there, we, I mean, this is kind of an aside, but we had such a great drive on the way out there. We were like, you know, we went camping, we swam in lakes. It was just really awesome to be like out, you know, of the usual doing the van camping thing for a few days. And then we went to the show. I got ready for the show in the van. And I remember like trying to pick out my outfit and it was, it's funny. Cause like now my outfits are so much more wild than this. This was in 2021. And I think it was like September 21 or something. Actually. Wow. Two years ago. Yeah. It was exactly two years ago from when I'm recording this. Cause I'm recording this in September. <laughs> so I wore like these denim black shorts and like, it was like a mesh top thing. And I wore some glitter and I thought I would like to look crazy because I just was so not used to that. And turns out like people wear much crazier things to shows and I now wear much crazier things to shows. So we went to that show and I got that same feeling. We got there. It was loud. It was overwhelming. I loved the music and I got that same feeling of being present. So I'm like hooked at this point to this feeling of feeling present. Okay. And actually this is not even the takeaway of the episode. I'm just kind of going with this present thing because it really is what originally like hooked me to doing this. But you know, the whole show was awesome. The whole show was amazing. On the way back, we had, there was like this long pathway. It was at the Gorge, uh, amphitheater in Washington state. If anyone has been there, there's this long pathway. You have to walk from like the campground to the stage area And it's maybe like a 10 or 15 minute walk. So on that walk back after the show, me and Brett are walking and we're talking about it. And we're talking about like this whole world because the rave world is a, it's an entire world. Like it is an entire thing where like, I don't know. It's unlike any other like scene I've, I've seen. (laughs) Um, It's like, you know, the outfits and like the different artists all know each other and play different songs together. And like, I don't know. It's just, there's a whole culture around it. That's the best way to say it. There's a whole rave culture. Okay. So me and Brett are walking back from the show and we're taking this in and we're looking at it and we're like, wow, like (laughs) all these people really just want to have fun, you know? And like, this is, everybody's into this and this is really cool. And Brett says, I feel like these are your people. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, there's all these people here, these girls here who want to get dressed up and cute and have their ass out while they're dancing, but they also still want to go camping and aren't like scared to get dirty. And I was like, oh my God, that is me. (laughs) Like I have always been, like I've always had the two sides. I have always been girly and loved the makeup and the nails and like dressing up. I've always been not modest at all um, in what I want to wear. And then at the same time, I've always had like this outdoorsy side and this adventure side and like not scared to get dirty side. And I've often really struggled with those two things in my life. And it has, it's weird because I could do a whole episode on this, but this is definitely one of the takeaways of how raving has like helped me accept myself and (laughs) I don't know, just changed my life. It's that I, I saw these other people 
that were into what I'm into, which is like having both sides of themselves, like doing the girly thing and dressing up and doing the dirty camping thing, right? That is something I just always struggled with. I used to feel like when I lived in Florida, I was like, I surfed a lot. And I used to think if I was a surfer, I couldn't get like my eyelashes done or I couldn't get my nails done because those two things didn't go together. I always thought I needed to be fit into a box. When I was in college, I remember I got really involved in this outdoors group called Nature Bound. And I was a trip leader. Like I ran backpacking trips and I ran rock climbing trips and things like that. And I often thought like, oh, like they can't know that I like these girly things. And I would, it it was just so weird. I thought I would like lose credit in one of these worlds if I, mainly if I was girly, like in the, in the outdoorsy world or in the surf world or in the whatever that those types of worlds, I thought I would lose credit if I liked the girly stuff, if I liked the spa days and the nails and pink and (laughs) all of that cute girly stuff. And it was a real big struggle for me for a long time. And that feels kind of stupid to talk about because it sounds so like, wow, first world problems. But it really was this like confidence issue. And I was trying to fit myself into a box and I couldn't, I couldn't fit myself into it. So when Brett said that thing about like, you know, these people are your people because they have this, this, and this, I was like, wow, oh my gosh, I feel really like seen and accepted in like all of the things that I like. And like these people aren't putting their sel- themselves into one box. And I freaking love that. And that was kind of like a big moment for me where it clicked. Like, like I said, I feel seen. Like I just felt very seen. So I left that festival being like, pretty, (laughs) pretty hooked. Like I was pretty obsessed. And since then I've gone to like tons of shows. Like I, I pre COVID it's so funny. Cause it's like, I didn't even miss concerts or anything like during COVID because like I didn't go to that many shows before COVID. And now like if that was taken away from me now, it would be huge. Cause I go to shows all the time. And since then, like the main things I have taken away and learned is they are, it's all self-acceptance stuff. Like it's all self-expression and self-acceptance stuff, which, you know, is the name of my game. You know, it is like the thing I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with self-expression. I'm obsessed with, you know, helping other people feel truly like themselves and it seemed like this rave world and this rave culture was doing the same thing. So I want to get a little deeper into why I think all this is important. Like you've heard the story of, you know, how I got into going to these shows and what I, what my first experiences of like getting hooked on these shows were. But let's go a little deeper into all this stuff. So why I think this is important. <laughs> so much of our lives are spent focused on progression, right? Like even from when we're a kid, like it's like, you know, you're in school and you get these grades and you can progress to the next grade, right? And then you progress, like if you get a certain, <laughs> to a certain point, you go to a certain college, right? And then you can go to a certain job. Like we are taught that from a very young age. And society also tells us that we, you know, to be an adult and be a successful human, we need to focus and climb the ladder and walk the straight and narrow path and do all this hard work. 
So that's like one side of it. (laughs) And then on the other hand, we have the self-help therapy healing world, right? And that world tells us, you know, look at your shadows, look at your faults, look at, you know, in a way what is wrong with you and how we can fix it, right? Like it can kind of feel like that. And I am by no means like talking shit on the therapy and healing world because I'm a life coach and that's literally what I like do, right? Um, And I, I believe so strongly in therapy and all of these things, but I, <laughs> have you ever seen that meme or that quote that was kind of going around on social media for a while and it said, shaking ass is the final stage of shadow work. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, yes, this is true. Like this is the truth. <laughs> we can do all that healing work. We can do all the hard work in therapy. We can look at our shadows. We can fix all of our like mental health stuff. We can make all the money and climb the ladder. And then what? What are you doing all of that stuff for? Like what happens after that stuff? Like do you think that you're just going to arrive somewhere and then be happy? We need the final stage as the meme says, right? We need to have fun. We need to let loose. We need to be human. (laughs) We need to, I'm like, (laughs) I wish you could see me right now. I'm like using my hands. I'm getting into this. We need to shake everything off. Like we need to just live and have fun. And I don't think enough of, definitely our society doesn't focus enough on this. And I often think a lot of the like healing and self-help and therapy world doesn't focus enough on this. And raves are one of the ways that I have found this. Raves are one of the places where I can go and shake everything off and just have fun and just be human. There are a million ways you can do that. You don't have to become a raver like me. Um, You don't have to go put on a ridiculous outfit and whatever, you know, like it's not, there's no one size fits all for this. And this may seem like a big jump if you are living a busy and like super work focused life, but bear with me. If you are feeling constantly overwhelmed or you're feeling like you never have enough time for anything, you feel like you're constantly stretched too thin, then you probably don't have enough fun in your life. And you probably don't think it's important to prioritize fun because of what society tells us. You know, society tells us, like we already talked about, that we can play after we do all the hard work and after we, you know, quote, make it, right? And so you're like, I am not about to prioritize fun when I have all this shit to do, right? (laughs) Um, But... What if the shit you had to do (laughs) and the hard work was easier and got done better and faster because you gave yourself more time to have fun and relax? What if you could make it to your goals faster and easier because of having more time to have fun and relax? Because that's the truth. Our brains don't work as well and we don't think as clearly and we're not as productive and all of those things when we're constantly burnt out and in overdrive all the time. We have to shift our focus to believing and knowing that fun and play are productive. They are important. They are important not just because it's fun, uh, which (laughs) to me is a good enough reason, but they're also important because they can help us reach our goals better and faster and easier and all of those things. And not to mention the fact that 
if you're not stressed out and stretched you thin all the time, the people in your life and your relationships are all going to improve because you're probably going to be a more fun person to be around as well. <laughs> Cause I know I'm not that fun to be around when I'm stretched too thin and I'm worn out and I am stressed. And I think the way that you can start adding more fun to your life is we can go about it the same way that we would go about a fitness journey, right? So, you know, when I talk about fitness, I'm always talking about like taking the small steps, right? Like don't overwhelm yourself and try to do everything, get up at 6 a.m. every single day and like go really hard and only eat clean because you're going to get burnt out on that, right? So same thing with having more fun, which is weird. You don't have to go and make it this huge deal, right? You don't have to be like, I'm going to a rave or I'm going to go on a trip by myself and whatever. I'm going to go to the beach with my friends. Like you don't have to do some huge thing. Like start small. Start with like, I'm going to take five minutes to like go outside, right? Or I'm going to call a friend, you know, this one, sometime this week and just talk, right? Like that stuff is fun. And you can just start with those really small things and build on them. You don't have to go hard right away. So if there's one thing or two things, actually, <laughs> the main things, we'll just say that because you never know where I'm going to go with this. But <laughs> the main things I want you to take away from this episode is that fun is productive. Fun is necessary. Fun is helpful. And fun is a huge part of life. What are we working for? You know, I, I believe we're working to enjoy our lives. You know, that's at least part of it. So that's one. And the other one is you are allowed to be fully self-expressed and you don't have to fit into a box. Just like I didn't have to fit into a box of being all girly or all outdoorsy or whatever. You are allowed to be however you want to be. And it is okay if you do not fit into some box that, you know, <laughs> most people are used to seeing, you know, like a societal made up box. Okay, and I guess there's one more thing. You know, do all the do all the work, do all the therapy, do all the healing stuff, look at your flaws, look at where you can improve yourself and see what happens and what kind of healing things are brought up for you when you go let loose and when you go have fun. Because what's weird is that, you know, the stuff that you work on in therapy and in the self-improvement and all those things, it may come up when you're just like out dancing with friends too. Like when you let loose and when you have fun, that's when more stuff can move around and come up and process too. Think of it as like another way of doing therapy that's just like a lot more enjoyable, right? <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody, but I think once you experience it, it will make sense. So do the work, but also have fun. You don't have to fit into a box and start to believe that fun and play are productive things. And just like one more little side note, know that you can do crazy stuff sober. <laughs> and I am going to, I'm going to do a whole episode on sobriety. I might've said that in some other episodes, but I am going to do a whole episode on that because I know that some people are like, you know, probably heard me saying that I put on these crazy outfits and I go dance in public and I'm not wasted or on drugs <laughs> or even tipsy. Right. And it's like, how could I do that? Um, it, you know, there's a lot to it, <laughs> but 
you definitely can have fun sober and you can have fun in that, you know, dancing with friends and stuff and practicing that will boost your confidence. Practicing that fun and letting loose and all of that. It's just another way to practice your confidence and your self-expression. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the story of how I got into raves. And now when you see my crazy outfits on Instagram and TikTok, you will have a little bit of a backstory and you'll have more of like what it means to me. Cause I mean, yeah, a lot of it is like just pure fun, but a lot of it is just this amazing creative outlet that I, you know, I've never had before this amazing self-expression outfit I've never had before. And I'm so freaking hooked to it. So yeah, I will catch you guys in the next one. And if you loved this episode, make sure you share it. I always love to see if you guys share this stuff on your stories and tag me. It makes me so freaking happy that you want to listen to this. And I'm so grateful for all of the support on this podcast so far. It's been really, really fun to get started. So thanks again for listening and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Magic Hour. If you enjoyed this episode and feel like sharing it with the world, make sure to screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram. I'll catch you in the next one.